Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team on february 10th 1989 a boy was born 9164 miles away from oakland california despite being separated by thousands of miles at birth the six-foot right-hander from perth australia has made an impact on oakland in a way no one could have expected this is a story about a son a brother a husband and an inspiration, a story about perseverance. This is the journey of the Oakland A's reliever, Liam Hendricks. Many know Hendricks for his menacing fastball. He threw it by 99 miles an hour, Sanchez missed it. And his barrel-missing slider. Hung on and missed. Slider down and in, and Hendricks does it once again. But what you may not know about this 30-year-old Aussie is his three-country, 10-state, 12-year odyssey in affiliated baseball that built him into a major league all-star. Spend the next few minutes with us as we take you on the adventure from journeyman to all-star. Join us now on the path, chasing the MLB dream with Liam Hendricks. From Little League Baseball to the majors, the journey for every ball player is unique. Join us for an in-depth journey as we learn about the men of the green and gold and what defined their journey to the top. These are their stories. And here's the 3-2 and swung on and missed and a breaky ball down and in the hard slider. That's become a devastating pitch for Liam Hendricks. This is the path chasing the MLB dream. Australia isn't exactly a baseball hotbed, but sports have always been celebrated down under. And from an early age, Liam's parents, Debbie and Jeff, recalled his love for sports. One of the things I remember distinctly was when he was about 22 months old, he dragged a hockey stick, a football, and a basketball into his cot. And we found him fast asleep with those items rather than the traditional teddies. From the age of two, Liam could uh, certainly kick a football and be involved in sport. And he loved anything that was uh, that bounced, rolled, uh, could be picked up and kicked. And so he started started uh, very young, and um, he used to go out there against the bigger kids, being young, wanting to play football. And um, at that stage, very early, when in his two to five years, we'd probably we'd heard of baseball but knew nothing about it. He didn't know anything about it until uh, modified t-ball, and, and that's how he got into his summer sport. When he was introduced, um, invited into the West Australian Institute of Sport program, had to catch. Three buses, two trains, and it took him over an hour and a half to get to specialised pitching training. 
So I think that just shows his determination. We were both working and could only pick him up. So the fact that he was so determined to get there and get the specialised training, I think, shows how determined he was. Australian rules football is in Liam's blood. His father played for the West Perth Australian Rules Football Club and made his debut at just 16 years old. At the time, he was the ninth youngest player to ever debut for the club's senior team. Due to Jeff's contributions to the AFL, a father-son rule allowed preferred recruiting access to Liam. However, at the age of 16, Liam had to make the decision to pursue either a baseball or Australian Rules Football League career. I definitely didn't write out a pros and cons list or anything like that, but I think at the end of the day that it came back to if I go over to the States, say I go over there and I struggle, I can always come back. But if I do football now, I can't go back. I can't go over there. So I think it was uh, it had that little bit of a safety net for me, which, which made things a lot easier. Liam's decision to pursue baseball might have seemed easy for him, but it was frightening for his mother. I think when you send... Your 18-year-old child who's just finished high school, thousands and thousands of miles across the country, and from Perth in Western Australia, across the, the world, Perth and Florida can be are about as far apart as you can get. You know, we are the most isolated city in the world. So when you send your 18-year-old off to another country that you've never been to, to a sport that you know very little about, you know, we knew a lot about football and how they looked after their players, but we knew nothing about baseball. When the scouts spoke to us, Jeff would talking about all the intricacies of baseball and I would be speaking about well, who's going to pick him up from the airport, what food is he going to eat, where's he going to sleep, who looks after him. So they were my concerns. I had no doubt that whatever sport he chose, he was going to use 100% effort into anything. But I don't think we really realised exactly how difficult it was to get to Major League. I don't think it was until he got there and we went and watched him that we could fully appreciate just how well he had done. And so began the journey of Liam Hendricks' baseball career. After signing with the Minnesota Twins at just 18 years old, the right-hander was quickly introduced to the minor league lifestyle. I got called up to Beloit Snappers, which is now an A's affiliate in uh, low A in the uh, Midwest League. And I got called up with a, like, a couple months left to go on the season. So instead of trying to find my own place or trying to find a guy who just got called up. I ended up sleeping at the foot of a guy's bed. So I bought two comforters and one one lay down on the carpet and, the, and I laid on top of that and the other one went on top of me and uh, I laid at the foot of James Beresford's bed. He ended up getting to the big legs briefly with the twins, but both Australians and kind of just, yeah, <laughs> hung out, slept at the foot of a guy's bed and that was an interesting time for sure. Liam's best friend in Australia, Toby Redman, recalled how Liam approached his minor league experience. The way he took it was, um, it was just a way to, I guess, mentally um, challenge the minor league players and really um, weed out the people that weren't going to make it. So, yeah, it was definitely tough, and, and particularly, you know, with the family and friends being on the other side of the country, I think that was tough for him. But, um, yeah, he, I think he just understood it was part of the journey, and, and that was the, the price he sort of, paid for, for you know going down this path and um, obviously once you make it to the top level that changes pretty quickly and, and your, your lifestyle um, you probably get repaid um, for, for the hard work you put in so and look I, I asked myself you know if I was ever that good could I do it and I, I think I would have struggled to be honest as a 17 18 year old kid you know rooming with all these people from you know different parts of the world um, 
not not much spare money to you know get by. Uh, I think I'd struggle with it, but yeah, Liam, he's just such a hard worker, and um, yeah, I guess he just saw the bigger picture and had faith in what he was doing that that he knew he could get through it. I didn't have a prospect status; I wasn't drafted, so I wasn't kind of ranked in that situation. So everything I did, like I was a I was a no name person to a lot of uh, a lot of outside sources coming up the coming up through the system. It took me till to have a, like a phenomenal year to get any kind of recognition. So that was a that was a bit of a a chip on my shoulder there because I was like I came from being one of the one of the better kids in all all out Australia and over here I'm I, no one knows who my no one knows my name, no one in the organization that I could my my own perception no one in the organization knows who I am. No one in any of these minor league baseball rankings knows anything about me. Like, I wasn't even in the top 30 Twins prospect. I wasn't anywhere close to anything like that. So for me, it was like, no, no, no. I know I'm one of these guys. Now I need to prove to everybody else that I am. Being that guy became part of Hendrick's mentality and pushed him early in his minor league career. After three seasons in the minors, the Aussie made his major league debut with the Twins in 2011 at just 22 years old as a starter. And Hendricks gets his first major league strikeout and has a 1-2-3, 10-pitch first inning. Liam allowed just three runs over seven innings against the Chicago White Sox in his major league debut. He finished the 2011 season, though, with an 0-2 record and a 6.17 ERA over four starts. When you first get called up to the big leagues, you're like, okay, that's it, I'm here, I made it, I'm going to be here forever, and everything's hunky-dory. And then all of a sudden, I got sent down, and it's like, crap like what am I doing now like how do I get back and then even then it was like okay well I'm I'm fine in AAA like I did well again and I'm like oh, okay I'll be up soon and it was just one of those things where I'd be doing well in AAA and I would be struggling in the big leagues especially as a starting pitcher and I'm just sitting there like what is going on like why am I why is this happening like why am I so good down here able to execute every pitch I have when I go up to the big leagues I'm like I'm not able to get ahead. I'm not able to throw fastball structure. I'm not able to throw breaking balls. What's going on? The 2012 and 2013 seasons for Liam shared similar patterns with 2011. Excellence in AAA appearances mixed with struggles at the big league level. The conclusion of the 2013 season marked the beginning of a new path for Liam. He was designated for assignment three times, and Liam found his 2014 campaign starting in upstate New York with the Buffalo Bisons, the AAA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. Hendricks won 8-1 with a 2.33 ERA in 18 appearances for the Bisons, including a start in the AAA All-Star game. Hendricks, who is just stepping to the mound to begin his warm-up tosses for the night. As you can see, rocking a Bison's uniform, 16 games and 14 starts. And look at the record for Buffalo, 7-1 with a 2.19 ERA. Yeah, Paul, he's pitched upstate New York for several years. Before that, it was with Rochester in the Twins organization. That's his original signing organization. Signed out of Australia. His family played some Australian rules football in his background. So the, the Twins really like this toughness. And he's had some tough times when he's been to the big leagues, but in AAA, his command, his plus changeup really have helped him dominate AAA lineups for several years. After making it back to the majors with the Blue Jays briefly, Liam was traded to the Kansas City Royals in July that season. The Royals ultimately DFA'd and then traded Liam back to Toronto on October 30th, 2014. The journey for Liam challenged and tested him in many different ways. The journey also led him to Florida, 
where he met his future wife, Christy. Liam and I met in Fort Myers, Florida at Health Park Hospital. We had a mutual friend that had knee surgery, and we had no idea that we were friends with this mutual friend. And we decided to visit him and bring him food at the same time because, unfortunately, he was in the hospital for about a month. And Liam happened to be on the DL at the same time. He had had his appendix taken out. So he was kind of bored. And I was working full time, but I had a little break in my day. And we just happened to meet at the same time. Had a phenomenal relationship. Like we met in 2010. uh, Met in a hospital of all places. Did not hit it off straight away at all. Like I was enamored with her. But, I mean, and if you ever see her, you'd understand. But I was enamored with her, but she, her first impression of me was I was wearing jean, cut-off jean shorts, which were pretty tight, a V-neck, and was doing wheelies in a wheelchair in a hospital. So there was uh, there was some, she, she was not all about it. And she's like, he's Australian, he's leaving soon. Why would I try and get into that? Uh, ended up wearing her down, and Bob's your uncle, here we are. But Christy Hendricks recalled 2015, being a major turning point in the career of her husband. The front office pretty much told him, you are out of options and we have our starters and we know what we're looking for in starters. So if you want to have an absolute chance to make or break this team, you have to be okay with going to the bullpen. And so he was like, I'll do anything you want me to do. I will mop up a role. I will come in in the first, if I have to, I will do anything that you need me to do. And I think that that changed him too, because he realized his career could be over like that if he didn't accept that role. Accepting the reliever role meant accepting a challenge, and Liam did just that. Liam pitched in 58 games, compiling a 5-0 record and a 2.92 ERA, striking out 71 batters over 64 and two-thirds innings for the Blue Jays, and help the Jays to the playoffs. I'm with Liam Hendricks. Liam, around this time last year, you were with the Kansas City Royals and found out you weren't even going to be on the playoff roster. You were a September call-up. Flash forward a year. What a difference for you, huh? Uh, it's been insane. I mean, it's such a great team. They've given me the opportunity to come out of the pen, and uh, so far I've been doing pretty well out of it. I had a couple bumps here and there, but uh, I think I've, I've helped them out, and I think I've made that easier for them. I don't think I have a dad of myself, but... I think I was putting too much, like I was giving the hitter too much credit. So I was giving them like, okay, well, I can't miss because I saw him in the video we just did our scouting report on. I saw him do this thing. And so I'm like, well, that could have been one out of 100. And I just happened to see that video. So I stopped, uh, especially this year, I stopped kind of looking at what they've done, like any hitter has done well, and I focused on what I do well. And it took me a, it took me a long time to get to that. Luckily in 15, I had a really good year, and it was I put that basic down, basically down to the catching stuff. Like I put that down to Russell Martin, Deion Navarro, Josh Tolley was there as well. After Liam's breakout season, he was traded for the third time, this time to the Oakland Athletics. Hendricks remained with Oakland throughout the 2016 and 17 seasons, branding himself as a reliable arm in the pen. However, 2018 presented more adversity for Liam as he was DFA'd for the fifth time in his career. After clearing waivers, the Aussie went to AAA Nashville and battle his way all the way back to Oakland in September. His September performance earned him the role as the opener for the American League wildcard game in New York. Liam, uh, after what you've been through this season, getting designated for assignment a couple months ago now, starting the wildcard game or opening the wildcard game, what's the feeling in your mind? How exciting is this? I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm just happy to be on the team, to be honest. Uh, Obviously, that was a trying year, regardless of everything else. 
but it's one of those things where I've I've had to adapt. I've had to overcome some things this year, and it, I think it's made me better. Honestly, I think it's it's definitely humbled me. It's definitely uh, brought me back down to earth, and it's simply brought out that little uh, little animosity about everything. Just trying to go out there and prove that I can do this. And I mean, in September I did a little bit, and uh, this will be another test. And I mean, just one step at a time. We'll see how it goes. This last year, I kind of came out and was like, no, no, no. Even last year, when I went down to AAA, I'm like, screw it. I'm doing what I need to do. I don't care about anything else. I'm doing what I need to do. I am better than these guys. I deserve to be up in the big leagues. And then I kind of took that into September last year, took that into this year. I was like, no, no, no. I am better than these guys. I'm proving this to these guys. And now I'm going to go out there and do what I need to do to prove to everybody else that's ever doubted me that I deserve to be here and this is this is where I'm supposed to be. And, um, yeah, last year it worked out. Like, I was in a great place. 2019 was the year of Liam Hendricks. Here's a one-two. Fastball, strike three, called high octane at 98. From Liam Hendricks. From first and third. And the 2-2 delivery to Judge. Swung on and missed on a slider down. Great job by Hendricks. And with two out and nobody on, here's the 2-2 to Vogelback. Inside corner, ring him up. Perfect pitch. Strike three called. And the American League's newest all-star, Liam Hendricks, gets the save. And now the 0-2 pitch on the way. Check swing. The appeal. Yes, they ring him up. And the ball game is over. And with that strikeout for Liam Hendricks, he sets a franchise single-season record for strikeouts by a reliever. Fast forward to July 9th, and Liam Hendricks is appearing in his first-ever All-Star Liam game. Hendricks comes out of the bullpen, representing the athletics. To make the All-Star appearance even more special, his wife Christy organized his parents traveling all the way from Perth to see him shine under the bright lights in Cleveland. He, um, he didn't know we were coming. So Christy and I had liaised throughout the day, and we found out on the Saturday morning because he was a late call-up, and we flew out on the Sunday night. So we had to juggle work and then pets and house and do all of that, as well as organised flights and accommodation. I was up on the internet you know, at 3 a.m. trying to find the one hotel that was still available. So Christy had organised to have um, for us to meet him at the hotel and they had a photographer there and he walked in. He had no idea we were there. So it was really emotional for, for all of us. It was, um, you know, he, he doesn't say how much he wants us to be there, but we know he, he does. And so when he saw us, he was, he was really overwhelmed. And so it was, you know, we're all crying. I think it was very, very exciting. And, you know, we've got to thank Christy for, you know, teeing it all up to make sure that he didn't know anything about it. So it was, it was, it was wonderful. Them being there for it with my wife, with everything going on, it was such a cool experience. Like being able to pitch in that game, like I was excited to be there, but being able to play in that game, be able to be out on the field for the home run derby, seeing, uh, seeing that spectacle go on and, and then being able to just like relax and and be with my parents and my family and and Christy was phenomenal. Like just, it's it's so, it's just so, it's spine tingling just thinking about the fact that what everything we have sacrificed as a group, the four of us, or five of us, including my sister Janae, the five of us, like everything that's gone into just my career, it's it's gratifying knowing that it it's come to that. It's come to being like I was able to put everything together and I was able to be an all-star and I was able to be something that there's not very many Australians have been able to do, but 
like they deserve more credit than I do. Like I just do the stuff on the field. That's the easy part. The easy part is the stuff on the field, just going out there and pitching because at the end of the day, you don't think about it. The tough stuff is the travel. The tough stuff is like leaving my country as an 18-year-old. The tough stuff is le- like I live in Florida pretty pretty much now and living in Florida, like being away from the country I grew up in, it's it's definitely tough. And that's the that's the hardest thing about being an athlete is not the stuff on the field. The on-the-field stuff takes care of itself with the hard work and everything you put in. But it's the other stuff that you really have to get used to, just moving around, being that constantly being uncomfortable in certain surroundings. That's another one that uh, – but I've just been able to lean on my parents. I've been able to lean on Christy, and it's – they – without any support from them, it's like there's no chance I'd be here. Incredibly proud of, of him. And sitting there at the All-Star game with our name, his name, our name, on our backs is probably one of the proudest moments we've, we've ever had. Overall – Liam appeared in 75 games for the A's in 2019, compiling a 180 ERA and striking out 124 batters, both career highs. One of Liam's former teammates, Chris Colabello, knew Liam's drive would lead him back to the majors. Obviously super happy for his success, but like, it's just funny now when you know, the, the highlights would come on and be like, man, this guy Hendricks throws really hard and you know, I laugh because I chuckle because I go back to his days as a starter and, you know, he was 88, 89 and really a pitch to contact guy. So now to see him as, you know, a big swing and miss guy and a really imposing reliever, um, it just goes to show you like what, you know, the adjustments he's made mentally. And I know he's talked about them publicly too. So uh, super happy for him. Liam is an anomaly in Australia, one of two Australians currently on a 40-man major league roster. The passion he has for his country is unparalleled. It's one of those things, like I follow Australian baseball. I'm wearing my Perth Heat hat now, which is the Australian Baseball League. We're going down to Australia here um, shortly, and I'm throwing out the first pitch. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's like my heritage is huge for me because I'm going through and I'm doing it. I'm, I'm in uncharted ground. Like I'm going through where there's only been one, two, three people that have ever done what I've been able to do, this, especially last year. And it's such it's it, it's a cool experience, and I want to make sure that there's other kids in Australia that know that this is possible, that I can go out there and I'm having an impact. Despite all the personal record-setting accolades set by the Perth native, baseball statistics are not what Liam cares about most. On the field stuff is great and all of this, but I want my impact and or my legacy in baseball to not be what just a stat line or the back of a baseball card. I want it to be that one kid who was like, oh well. I saw him in person doing this, and that kind of want to, that made me want to be a baseballer. That made me want to go and do this, and then just trying to kind of grasp the new generation of Australians coming over. I mean, right now we're ranked seventh in the world, and that's the highest we've ever been. As a non-baseball country, that's phenomenal. I mean, we're the six teams ahead of us. I think uh, Japan, Korea, Chinese Taipei, the Dominican, Venez- I think we're actually ahead of Venezuela now. The U.S. Um, I mean, there's some power baseball powerhouses ahead of us, like ahead of us in the rankings, and there's some powerhouses behind us. And the fact that we're a smaller nation, an island that doesn't play baseball as any of its probably top five or six sports, and we're able to compete in the as one of the nations, the the top twelve nations in the country and the world, that's 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 phenomenal. Liam and Christie's efforts in the community are well documented. 
Their passion for helping animals and people across the world is something they take immense pride in. Liam is the ultimate giver. I always say that I have a big heart, but Liam's heart just completely encompasses mine. And he will go above and beyond for anyone and everyone. In terms of uh, the philanthropic stuff we're doing off the field, my wife and I, this is where, like, this is, as I said, this is, like, I want to be remembered for stuff off the field. And anything to do with the charitable stuff that we do is something that I want to be remembered for. I want to be speaking it like I'm speaking at a, an event, the uh, Oakland Boys and Girls uh, Town Ball. And so I want to go out there and I'm with the one I'm talking to that. I'm just hoping I can affect some people in there. Be like, no, like this guy actually cares about what he's doing. This guy has an actual drive to help others, not just sit on, sit on his couch and take that paycheck. Like I'm going out there, I'm trying to do as much as I can. We are incredibly proud of his sporting ability and the man he's become. You know, all you want your children to do is be happy and make a contribution to society. And I think he's done both. He's got a wonderful career, a wonderful life in America. And, you know, the thing that makes me probably the happiest is that he's a good man. He's a good person. The Aussie's heart, passion and resilience is what will always ring true. He's a guy with a big heart, man. He uh, he definitely cares about other human beings, and obviously everything he does in the community uh, loves animals. Which you know, sometimes I I I, I when we talk, I ask him how many pets he has at home because he always seems to be uh, to be making a home for for a new animal. Um, I know him and Christy are really passionate about that, and a lot of their charity work revolves around it. So. Um, He's just a guy with a big heart. He's really just a a pretty down-to-earth guy who loves to have fun and smile and laugh. He's just so down-to-earth, so humble, um, so generous with his time and, and, and even, you know, with gifts and things like that. Like, um, he's just just a really good bloke, just really genuine, um, with his heart on his sleeve, very passionate. And um, I'm just happy to be to have known him all these years and, and to, to be one of his closest friends. I see him always taking time for fans, and that just, again, shows his giving heart. And I love that about him. And I truly hope that when he goes on the mound, and whether he's successful or he's not in that game, that people remember him for truly the man he is and the heart he has. Liam's path has been anything but smooth. Resiliency is at the core of who Liam Hendricks is. Act of perseverance. You get knockbacks along the way. He's had that his whole life. There are people here in Perth that think it's come easy. They don't understand what you have to go through to uh, reach the top and then how hard it is to stay there. Anybody who knows the band Chumbawamba, you could always just say tub thumping. I get knocked down, but I get up again. From a dream down under to a story unlike any other, Liam Hendricks' path to Major League stardom is one that will inspire for years to come. Built by his family, friends, country, and sport, Liam is a star on and off the field that A's fans get to see every day. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.